Oh, it's that time, isn't it? It's story time. Do you, you guys watch the Tweenies? When I was a child? Yeah, yeah, I have. Alright, I just don't know where the conversation's going. So, they had this section in the Tweenies where it would have almost like this uh, Wheel of Fortune kind of thing and it would decide like what they were going to do with the episode. And it was either going to be like art time, music time, there was a few more. Shit, you not. It was always music time. Do you think it was rigged, John? <laughs> <Oops. laughs> I think. Yeah, it was fixed. It would have been fine if the music was good, but I was just, oh my god, can it not be art time? Because it always liked Art Attack with Neil Buchanan. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's classic. It was great that. Like, literally, he draws a line. Here's one I prepared earlier, and he's just got, like, this absolute Van Gogh painting. Yes. Yeah. Every time. Um, but wasn't he in a band? Yeah, I think he was. Let me consult Google. Commence James opening Google sound beat. A band called Marcel. Fair play. Wow. Alright, I'm getting rid of this soundboard. Adverts are just dog shit these days. Honestly, you open something up. Like, if you click on, like, news and stuff, it's like, click here to continue reading. I was like, I've already clicked one thing. Yeah. I've Mm. already pressed the article. Why don't you just tell me it now? Exactly, like I've read half of it, read half of it, but by the time you go on, and then you get an advert that's the size of a full phone screen, you get about two sentences, another one, and then between the ads, they start talking about something else, like, oh my god, this is so inconsistent, I have no idea what the f*** I'm trying to read. You're right, you have to copy the link, you have to go in incognito mode, and then you can read the entire article without the other half that makes you pay for it. It's totally bollocks. I think you're right, Sean. Adverts are now just ruining everything. I know why people do it. It's because businesses need to make a living. But the other day, I read an article, I got three lines in, and it was like, if you'd like to read the rest of this article, you're going to have to pay £3 a month for our subscription package. I just want to read this one article. I don't want to pay £3 a month to read your other stuff. It is. I mean, it's terrible. Uh, Just terrible. It's also the same with apps as well. So embarrassingly, I don't have a QR code reader on my phone. So because of it, I am required to get an app that can read QR codes. But the problem is, like everything else that comes with apps, so if I scan a QR code and it takes me to a website, before it takes me to the website, it takes me to an ad. Oh, an unskippable ad. No, you can skip them, but it's almost like you're doing a... A speed run of how many ads you can skip before you get to the website. You know what's sneaky about some in-app ads? The ones that have the X so small that you almost unintentionally click the ad. And then you go back and the ad's still there, so you have to try again and click on X. Here's another one. An X, but it isn't a button. It's just there purely so you press the ad. Yes. Sneaky. Like- and then you wait a few seconds later, then the real X pops up. Yeah, it's- yeah. It's a weird game in itself. You know, try to find the X. It actually is. It's so annoying. Honestly, those things are so bad. You click onto a website. Would you like to accept cookies? It's obviously easier to press accept, but actually, if you read into it, the amount of things that they can access by pressing accept is mental. Maybe make a shit up here, but I'm pretty sure that they say, oh, we can access contacts, messages. It depends on what you're doing. When you download apps, a lot of them can, if you give it permission to, but yeah. I think everything went to shit since TikTok was made. Right. <laughs> John's just sliding in there and blaming TikTok. I'm, get, I'm getting in there. TikTok, you, you shit, you shit. And everybody who 
Everybody uses it. Stop using it. Damn son. You're going down. Honestly, I think everything's just going down a dark road with TikTok. So, so funny how, given maybe a year or so ago, you were like, you don't have TikTok. You need to download TikTok. And then it's just like, don't get it. Don't get TikTok. Man's changed. He sees the light now. I see it. I'm just the way ahead of the curve. You know what it is? It's literally watching stuff like TikTok and short reels. I feel like a monkey. I mentioned this one to you, but I'll say it again. I've seen a video of a pipe, and it had a load of cigarettes stuffed in it, like, really hard. And then they cut it flush with the pipe, and then used, like, this two-part mix to, like, cover it. Yeah. And then they used a grinder to make it look nice. But if I needed a cap end, three packs of cigarettes is surely a lot dearer than buying a cap end. I'm mm. just going to buy a cap end. Man's got a point. Surely it won't hold up under pressure. That's what pipes are made for, right? Pressure. I do not remember using cigarettes in plumbing college. If we go back a little bit to news articles, right, and ads and half a story. So while it's doing the business good, what about the people? If you think about it, okay, let's think about it. You can read a bit of a story, get frustrated, not read it all, versus going to TikTok. If it's newsworthy enough, somebody will probably make a video about it, can watch it there. That then discourages reading, which yeah. is then bad yeah. for younger generations. Yeah, it is. Yeah. I don't I like the idea of it, but I might just get to a point in the future where you have to pay a subscription for ads on top of like whatever subscription that you have going on. You know, when Netflix going to do that, even though you paid, they were still going to introduce ads, like a cheaper version for Netflix. Yeah, that's what? right. I've never seen an ad and been like, oh my God, I've got to buy that. Yeah, I would say in like the last life. Yeah. I've never looked at an ad and thought, Jesus, I need that. I know what you mean. You know? I mean, it's deeper than that, I think. Because there's a science to it. It's not something where it's like you see something and you instantly want to buy it. I think it's all to do with rewiring the brain. So whenever you listen to a specific music or when you see something, you always connect to that brand. I mean, I'm trying to think of an example on top of my head. An example is around about the 90s or early noughties. Almost every ad related to Halfords had that song. Baby, I'm ready to go. Yeah, they did. That was, that was quite popular, actually. Yeah. And here's the thing, it works. Every time I hear it on the radio now, I just think of the ads. Is the one, the one that goes... Yes, that is actually an alright song. Isn't that for like home bits? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there's going to be more. There is. There's going to be more. Because as long as you've got that song in your head, you're now just going to relate it to that specific thing. It's true. It's funny how music and stuff does cause you to associate. The music with the brands, etc. And then, strangely enough, that almost becomes nostalgia. But I suppose another part of ads nowadays, as John pointed out about the Netflix making a lower, more affordable budget version that has ads within it. I suppose it's also now the point now where we've got to where a lot of these companies that have more frequent ads are now having subscription services. Now Twitter has Twitter Blue where you get less ads. Facebook's talking about doing something similar. News articles, as we've mentioned. But then you add it on top of your existing subscriptions, Mm. say your Netflix, your Amazon Prime, Maybe your Dollar Shaver Club or Harry's subscription, whatever you're into shaving with. Other options are available. You might subscribe to 
your Adobe Photoshop license every month. And whatever else you might subscribe to, that very quickly racks up when you top it off with your phone bill and stuff. So to be spending £11 on social media and, I don't know, say an extra three, four pound a month or a week on news articles, then you consider getting yourself YouTube premium because the amount of ads on that is ridiculous now. Yeah. I mean, I don't have it. I mean, I'm someone that has Netflix and Disney Plus just because I'm content with it. But hey, now you know why I don't get premium for Spotify. Yep. So much nicer experience when there's no ads, but the incentive to pay, I mean, it's the most obvious, but Jesus, can I just not have a day off? I don't know the specifics, but Coca-Cola tried to try moonvertising. So they would project the Coca-Cola logo onto the moon. Yeah. So you could see it wherever you were. And I'm like, I think if that was to ever happen, world's fucked. I think it's buggered. Because imagine you're just trying to get away for once from everything. You go out camping with your mates. You're sitting there looking up at the stars. Next minute, opens Coca-Cola. And it's projected from the moon. I'm surprised that they don't put a massive speaker on there. The mood just <laughs> explodes. Well, I wouldn't really endorse that idea. I'm not going to lie. If you think about it, it's a pretty cool idea. I mean, think about it this way. If you had a full moon and you had the ad directly facing towards you, it straight up just looks like a massive bottle cap in the sky. That entire thing you just described, right? The whole Coca-Cola logo on the moon. It just gave me this picture in my head where when we were in Leeds at the weekend and we saw the two guys with the generator and the powerful projector projecting adverts onto a nearby building wall. Mm. It just kind of made me think of them, but obviously with a more high-powered projector projecting onto the moon, Mm. the Coca-Cola logo, just sat there with camping chairs just... (laughs) No, it's so bad. Realistically, I see it more likely that they'll invade our dreams with ads. That is absolute dystopian stuff. I would think, like, if stuff like that started to happen, uh, people would just start killing themselves. I mean, if you think about it in a way, going really deep here, uh-huh. isn't every dream an ad? You just dream about Coca-Cola. <laughs> well, no, but think about it. Like, I told you the next day, after our night out, like, I had a weird sort of vivid dream of that scene in The Great Showman where, like, you got... Zac Efron's character is singing alongside Hugh Jackman. But it was with the body of Barbosa and Captain Jack from Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> and I just think to myself, strictly speaking, that's almost like an ad for The Great Showman and Pirates of the Caribbean. I'm almost tempted to watch them now. By what you're saying, what exactly am I meant to buy when I ran over Spongebob with my car in my dream? <laughs> you want to watch Spongebob? Who <laughs> would come up with that? I really remember that dream. <sighs> He really got hurt bad. Oh, poor SpongeBob. How dare you? I used to keep a dream log in my old phone, but it's all gone now. Right, well, we'll wrap it off with a brief talk about Leeds then. After these ads. It's from your sponsors. Pillow Thoughts. Listen to Pillow Thoughts. Have you ever felt tired of being tired? Not sure what you're making at the time, or if it's just too much food or too little. Try Eat Fresh. (laughs) And we're just proper ad bashing and Government bashing right now. Yeah. It was a tweet. Hello, we see your account is $2.13 overdrawn, and we know how you live paycheck to paycheck. So, we went ahead and charged you a $35 eat shit and die fee because fuck <laughs> you. We're yeah. the bank. Yes. It's so true. I'm so happy. Like, I would argue I'm better off than most, but I don't want to sound like 
not humbled by saying that, but I just couldn't imagine being at the bottom. It would be impossible, impossible to get up. I see, like, genuine homeless people, and I'm just like, it must just be impossible to get out of that. You know what? Not to be too deep and not to go too much into it, but society makes it so that it is hard. Yeah. You know, if, if you really think about it, when, like, the government apply these changes from time to time, stereotypically, they're affecting the middle to lower mm. class of people, and the sanctions are, are less so for those that are more well-off. You know, those that identify as more than middle-ish working class, mm. the ones that, like, further up. Yeah. And then also, to your point about homeless people, yeah. it really is hard. Because if you think about it, a homeless person can't get a bank because they no. don't have an address. If they don't have a bank, sorry, a bank account, then they can't get other things. Like, they can't get any benefits or anything because they don't have a bank account. Literally, it's as if, like, society just isn't made to work for people. And not only that, let's piss on them a bit more. I went to London, girlfriend asked, why are these areas got, like, bumps? In the road, like blunt spikes, so the homeless don't sleep there. Mm-hmm. It's literally all it's for. The ones John shown are like big cobbles with huge perforated spikes. You can get some of them that are like a little bit more subtle, mm. but they're still for the same purpose. They're like, yeah, not meant to be comfortable. Also, these getting installed in like a lot of places in the UK, like put like this bar on a bench, so like homeless can't uh, lie down on a bench. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and also. Some places have benches that are designed to be comfortable for short sitting, but not for like, mm. long terms. Oh, yeah. So, mm. for example, you might see now that like certain bus shelters and stuff have like slanted benches. Mm. That aren't really benches, really. But, again, yeah. the same purpose, to stop people being able to sleep. It's cruel, really. But it was still the same kind of people we were like 200 years ago when we went to Edinburgh. Mm. And it was like all the homeless had to basically go underground. That's yeah. all it is. It's still the same thing. Yeah, it's true. Rather than just like getting them, getting them sorted out, let's just put some spikes. Let's install some spikes and everybody. There would have been a room. Let's install spikes and the room would be like, brilliant idea. But then it makes you ask, where does it go? Because it's like if you remember the SpongeBob meme, just Patrick, he's just like, why do we not take our problems and push them somewhere else? <laughs> it's it's almost it's almost like I mean that's not the right quote I definitely not got that wrong but like it's the same sort of mindset it's just like rather than fixing the problem let's just get rid of it and push it towards somewhere else basically yeah it's cruel but it's true it's the way it kind of uh, it is now and when you go to bigger cities like London it's so much more noticeable than here you know we do get the occasional one or two homeless people out and about but you really notice it when you go to bigger cities mm. you know it's it's a lot more prominent again the, the way society is going at the moment we're, we're heading towards a more cashless society yeah to my point about bank accounts and stuff if hmm? people haven't got cash on them then the homeless people are less likely to even get something then even buskers have card machines yeah no yeah <laughs> went to London tap here for three pounds I'm like well, oh, £3 is a lot. £3, yeah. come on. I've seen somebody who said £5. <laughs> Go away, no way, no way, mm. no way. But yeah, it's cruel how society is like that now. It really is. But yeah, we're heading to a more ad-driven society and it, it's certainly interesting to see from what we've discussed how things were and how things likely will be in the future. To wrap this episode up on a more personal note, at the weekend, we did have a good old time in Leeds. 
James is dead. Not me, the other James. That's right. He's dead. James died on the sesh. He's not been found since. He's here physically, but not mentally. He's just dead. I'm I'm still trying to catch up. What day is it? We belted some tunes in that karaoke bar, didn't we? Yeah. We did. So, we got train. Train. Got to Leeds. Got to Leeds. Had a pint. Uh, we did have a pint. We went to uh, O'Neill's. We did. The we KFC. Had KFC. Yeah. We love KFC. You know, think of looking goodness, as all things should be. Um, Matty had a meal for like a family of seven. Yes. Christ, yeah. He did, to himself. To be fair, I've eaten You shared his popcorn chicken. I didn't get any. We? Oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah, that's right, because we, we, we played the popcorn game, didn't we? Where it's like, wherever the colonel landed... Got a piece of chicken. <laughs> you got a piece of chicken. Got a piece of chicken. Might have got the most chicken, which is fair. He paid for it. Yeah. So yeah, uh, did that. Went back. We went to the hotel. Yes. Uh, checked in. Checked out. Yeah. Then we went to Pixel Bar. Yes. Where we played Halo and Jackbox TV. Playing Halo was an absolute blast. I hate Halo just because I kept losing all the time. I didn't like it. It was not fair, John. It was fair. No, I didn't like it. (laughs) James, I have one thing to tell you if you bad at a game. What? Let's get there. After Pixel Bar, we headed to Almost Famous for some scranage. Yeah, boy. That burger was proper nice. Mm. And them fries you had with the beef on, shit the bed. Yeah. They were good. It was a nice table as well. It's the table, if you imagine it. It was a big old table with, like, benches around it. Had candy inside. Yeah. I said candy because we're American. And it said, please break in emergencies. I mean, I was tempted to break it, but I don't know if I'd be charged or or if we could just take the sweets away. We didn't want to find out. John got a shot of whiskey in for us all. Yes. Boom, boom, boom. And then we went and did some karaoke. Highlight, I think, of everything that we did that night. That was the highlight. I just didn't think. I mean, I knew I was going to enjoy it. I didn't think I was going to enjoy it as much as I did. Yeah, it was good shit. I tell you what, it was a quick hour. It didn't feel like an hour. We need two hours. Two hour is minimum. So I suggest that to everybody listening. If you're going for a karaoke bar with your mates, it has to be two hour minimum. Highlight reel of the classics we played. Fire them out, boys. If I can dream of a warmer sun. And I don't want to miss a thing. How to save a life. <laughs> mm? Right here. Right now. I put the offer up. We are but men. Rock. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's safe to say we had a very interesting range of songs. Yeah. Mm. But that was good fun. That was good fun. I will say one thing. I know it's totally irrelevant. But man, those toilets were pretty funky. The toilets? <laughs> the ones that I showed you. The, uh, the one with the... The orange tiles and the blue doors. Where the goddamn were these toilets? Yeah, well, if you, well, so I don't know like if you've missed the instructions the guy was telling you, but there were a set of toilets where if you went on the left... I went upstairs. I went upstairs. Yeah, no, you missed... I took photos of it. Well, show us, eh? Those look like pretty funky toilets. Me and John did the extra footwork and went upstairs to pee. We did. We were just getting our steps in, that's all. We were, man. We were prepared. It did have a real, like, 70s swig to it, I think. Yeah, it was good stuff, though. And then afterwards, we ended up getting some shawarma. We did. That sorted us out. I love food. Who don't love food? I think it was the first time for most of us we had shawarma, right? I- I've had it before. 
I don't know about you guys. First time for me. Mm. Hey, good stuff. It was good. And then afterwards, we went to the Key Club for a bit of a boogie to some alternative music. If we ever find the photo that guy taken of us, we'll definitely need to put it up. Yeah, we should. And then after that, the three amigos here partied on down at Pop World. Yeah. Uh, and then we crawled back to the hotel at like half two, half three, I think it was. Yeah. And what was the one thing we got in Pop World? We got torpedoes at Pop World! Now tell me, John. Tell me. What is a torpedo? What's well, torpedo? So you put you put a straw in the bottle and then you then you neck it top top to bottom. We had it in one go. It was mint. And that was our time in Leeds. But to John's point, why did we go to Leeds, John? We went to Leeds as a pre farewell to our dearest and most closest uh, protege, Matty D. So it was a good old time. And then before we got the train, we put some balls in holes. Yes. Yeah, boy. I can only apologise. I just had to do it. What? Do beat you up. Oh, right. Yeah, Mr. James. I mean, I tell you what, like, we did have some good moments in there. Uh, that was our journey to Leeds for Mr. Matty D, but good yeah. times. Like I said, James is still dying right now. He, he, he literally is not with us. No, but I should be back for next time. And on that note, let's wrap up the episode. I have been your visionary, your, your quest leader. I've been James, and I've been joined by... Me, the other James. And... Me, as well. The other John. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs>